Welcome back to the Not Your Average Only podcast, a podcast for introverted souls. I'm your host, Madison. I'm so excited that you're joining the club. And by club, I mean the best party of one rave you have ever seen, complete with fuzzy socks, Christmas lights, and a lavender candle, of course. This is your space to live your not-so-average only life. So grab your favorite hot beverage and settle in. felt that you didn't fit in anywhere? Maybe you struggle being self-conscious about your quietness, or maybe you just don't even know what you have to offer the world. I've experienced all of those feelings and more, but I'm here to tell you that they don't have to last forever. And in today's episode, I'm going to share my own story of discovering my introvert self. So let's get started. Hello, fellow introverts. Welcome to the first episode of the Not Your Average Only podcast. Wow, that's so crazy to say. I'm so excited to dive in and talk all things introvert life with you. For myself personally, discovering that I was an introvert was completely life-changing. I don't know about you, but up until I discovered I was an introvert and started learning what that meant for my life, I almost struggled with who I was. It had nothing to do with self-esteem, but more so to do with not understanding myself. I think for many of us as introverts, we can all clearly remember what our life was like before making the life-changing discovery. If you were anything like me, you often felt misunderstood, though we probably still often feel that way on a daily basis. You felt confused, felt as though you didn't fit in anywhere, were awkward, self-conscious of your quietness, and generally felt like you didn't belong. If you didn't discover you were an introvert until college, like myself, or maybe even adulthood, your teen or young adult years were probably full of uncertainty and confusion, not understanding who you were and where you fit into the world. While my story of meeting my introvert self started when I moved away to college, my journey of discovering who I was really did start in high school. If you are an adult, thinking back to your high school years might not be the fondest of memories for you. If you're currently living in the midst of your high school years, maybe you just want to be an adult and grow up already, and I totally get that feeling. However, I think in order to appreciate my journey to meet my introvert self, I have to reflect back and appreciate the not-so-glamorous time of my life known as high school. Don't get me wrong, my high school years weren't awful. In fact, they were full of much fun, adventure, and memories. But there were also so many memories I don't hold on to because they weren't ones that I care to remember. If I were to describe my high school years in one word, I would probably describe them as confusing. I felt confused about friendships, relationships, fashion, style, confidence, school, my future, basically everything. My high school years really were memorable and school was fun for me. Fun fact, I was homeschooled. I know what you're thinking, you were homeschooled, so did you like wear skirts all the time and not have any social interaction with others? No wonder you're an introvert. No, I was a cool homeschooler, okay? No, I'm kidding. Really, I have no clue if I was a cool homeschooler or not. But my siblings and I always say that we were the cool homeschoolers and often can be found making jokes about being homeschoolers in general. But that's a rabbit trail for another time. High school, homeschooled, confusing, etc. In high school, I generally struggled with who I was and why I felt the way that I did about life. As introverts, we see the world through a different set of glasses than our extrovert friends, and we hear things around us in a different tune than extroverts. We process differently, we have all the feelings and don't know how to handle them. We socialize differently, you name it, we're just different. 
Calling us weird really isn't even an insult because for those of us who have discovered our introvert selves, being weird is actually what we love most about ourselves. I know that's true for me. However, when we meet our introvert selves, we are met with a host of life-changing realizations, a sense of belonging, of understanding, and just general personal acceptance. Like I said, I didn't really discover I was an introvert until I moved away to college. Moving away to college was a whole life-altering experience in and of itself. It's not that living away from home was overly difficult because I am actually a very independent person, but moving away from home to college meant leaving my comfortable and safe world and entering a new and unfamiliar place surrounded by strange people, new things, and a lot of unplanned situations. That was the scary part. However, I think it was everything that came with moving away to college that actually helped me to come to discover myself in the process. I don't think it really would have happened the way that it did if it didn't play out um, when I moved away to college. I don't even really remember how it happened, honestly. All I know is that somehow I ended up reading things on Google about introverts and extroverts. And before I knew it, I was on 16personalities.com taking their personality quiz, soon discovering that I was an INFJ. Discovering that I wasn't just an introvert, but an INFJ was like having a light bulb moment. Just picture it, a light bulb going off above my head and suddenly my confused face breaks out into a smile because I just realized nothing is wrong with me. I'm perfectly normal in my own unique and weird way. Most likely you have experienced that type of light bulb moment for yourself. In fact, one of my favorite podcasts is the Introvert Dear podcast, and on every episode, the host asks their guest, when did you first discover you were an introvert and how did that information change your life? I love that question because before many of us knew our personality, we often felt very confused about life. But the moment we discovered that we were someone called an introvert, it really is information that changes our life. That was the case for me. After coming to realize I was an introvert, I learned what that meant for my life. I discovered that my personality was why I often felt exhausted and tired after spending time with people, because introverts recharge by spending time alone. Who knew? I learned that my personality accounted for the fact that I would rather spend my evenings binging Netflix, reading a book, um, than going out with friends. I even learned that introverts prefer small amounts of close friends over many acquaintances, and we are the people most likely to call our pets, i.e., cats in my case, our friends. What was even more life-changing and eye-opening was discovering that there were actually 16 different personalities in total, according to the Myers-Briggs personality types, eight of which are extroverted and eight of which are introverted, and I learned that my unique introvert personality was known as the INFJ. As I discovered what those letters meant, I learned that I was an introvert in regards to the direction of my energy. I often turn inward rather than outward, and that's the case for all introverts. I learned that I used intuition to perceive information I received, and that I often relied on my feelings to process that information and how it would affect myself and others. And lastly, I learned that I used my judgments to implement the information that I had processed, and that I often have a very organized life or schedule and prefer to stick to a plan rather than being spontaneous. Spontaneity stresses me out. Learning all of that really was eye-opening. I honestly felt as I was reading through all these results like someone had gone into my head and read all of my thoughts. That's how accurate it was. 
So a bit of background on INFJs, if you're not familiar with them, some of you might be INFJs, is that according to the Myers-Briggs personality types in 16personalities.com, INFJs are known as the advocates. That's their title. And we actually make up less than 1% of the population. Sounds cool, right? But there's a lot that comes with that 1%. So all those years of feeling like I was misunderstood or didn't belong were actually valid feelings considering my INFJ personality is one of the rarest. Not to mention that INFJs are just downright confusing and often contradictory, depending on the environment we find ourselves in. We can have such contradictory personalities that we even confuse ourselves. It's life, let me tell you. My personality as an INFJ is often seen as the extroverted introvert. In fact, all INFJs are often seen as the extroverted introvert by society. Because in the right environment and with the right topic that we're passionate about, mind you, we become very outgoing, talkative, and energetic. Around our close friends and family, we are even known to be downright crazy. But if you're a stranger meeting us for the first time, you will probably think we are very quiet, awkward, downright uninteresting, or maybe in some cases even intimidating with how we approach things. The biggest realization when I finally met my introvert self was knowing that nothing was wrong with me. I'm sure you've experienced that feeling for yourself. It's very freeing, knowing that my feelings were valid, that how I saw the world was part of just who I was, and that my weird habits or reactions were normal to my personality. It really helped me to see myself in a different light. Growing up, not really knowing that I was an introvert caused me to question so many aspects of who I was. I often thought that something was wrong with me because I was so quiet, because simply introducing myself to someone new was hard, or that I hated talking to people I didn't know, or that living in my thoughts was often more comforting than living in the real world. All the confusing parts about my life started to make sense when I discovered my personality as an introvert and an INFJ. With that life-changing realization, I also started to see my present life in a different life. Um, It really just started to make sense and all the pieces started to fall into place. I was able to become more in tune with who I was. I started learning about my strengths and my weaknesses, which helped me to see that I not only have so much more to offer the world and people around me, but that my weaknesses don't have to define me. For years, I had always thought that my quiet nature was a weakness, that something was wrong with me because I was so quiet. Maybe you felt that way too before. However, as I became more in tune with my introvert self, I started to see that there were different sides to being quiet. I had often focused on the weaknesses or maybe the negative side of being quiet, but there's so much more that extends beyond that. My quiet personality didn't mean I didn't like to talk or that I didn't have anything to say but rather that I was a great listener and preferred to process my thoughts before I shared them. While my personality has other weaknesses that INFJ struggle with, I was surprised to learn about the strengths of my personality. As introverts, we all share common traits, such as being great thinkers, good listeners, we're often the writers of the world, and we are generally creative souls. Apart from the general strengths that all of us share, I learned something interesting in regards to the strengths specific to my INFJ personality. Growing up, I always had this ability to read people and pick up on things happening around me. What I didn't know until I learned about my INFJ advocate self was that my abilities were actually strengths of my personality. 
I also learned that advocates can be inspiring, convincing, decisive, passionate, and determined. And as I started to reflect over those strengths that I honestly doubted I possessed, I started to see that they were actually accurate. While I didn't think that I possessed those strengths, as I thought back to situations and times in my life, I realized that those strengths had actually already been playing out right before my very eyes. Once you meet your introvert self, all the pieces just really start to fall into place and everything that often seemed confusing about who you were starts to be made clear, including the strengths that you often doubt you have and possess. Once I discovered my inner personal um, introverted self that influenced so much of my outward behavior, I grew to appreciate myself more. I learned to give myself grace when I got stressed out or anxious over things that triggered my weaknesses. More than anything, however, I started to allow myself to grow. I started to focus on my strengths and utilize them in my life, even if it meant sometimes getting outside of my comfort zone. Like I said earlier, I didn't meet my introvert self until I went away to college, but I think that if I had met my introvert self any sooner, it would have been a completely different story. Being at college put me outside of my comfort zone, and as much as I hate those new and uncomfortable situations and seasons, I am also a firm believer that we have to stretch ourselves to grow. I also think another influential aspect of starting my journey to self-discovery in college was that I really didn't know many people at school, and no, that doesn't mean that I decided to go out and make a ton of friends, because I didn't. I'm an introvert, remember? But my somewhat disconnected social self allowed me to really get in tune with who I was as a person and better understand who I was and how I saw the world. As I learned more, I started to challenge myself more. And as I started to challenge myself more, I continued to grow as a person. There's so many crazy things that happened in my life at college that changed my safe and challenged my safe comfort zone in so many ways. But in the end, I wouldn't be the person I am today without all of those crazy adventures. And honestly, I wouldn't really trade them for anything. Discovering my personality changed my life. And I am sure you yourself, if you've learned your personality, it changed your life as well in some way, shape, or form. If you haven't quite yet met your introvert self, just wait. It will be awesome. Trust me. What I didn't know at the time of discovering my personality was just how influential my advocate self would play out in my future career as a teacher and allow me to do the things I never thought possible, but I will share more on that in another episode. That somewhat shy, awkward, and quiet girl in high school who loved fashion but had a horrible sense of style grew up to become a confident adult that knows her value, embraces her quirks and oddities, and confidently lives her introvert life, which contrary to society's misconception, isn't lonely. I value my time alone in solitude with a cat, book, good show, a cup of tea, or mug of coffee, and a good project. But my solitude is not your average lonely. It's pure re-energizing bliss. So I ask you, when did you first discover you were an introvert, and how did that knowledge change your life? If you haven't really come to meet your introvert self yet or know what your personality is, I would encourage you to take a Myers-Briggs personality quiz. I love 16personalities.com and always recommend that to people, but Personality Hacker is great also. At the end of the day, it's impossible to confidently live out your life if you don't know who you are. So start on the adventurous journey of self-discovery. Go out and meet your introvert self. I promise you, it will change your life. (music) 
Thanks for listening to episode one of the Not Your Average Only podcast, a podcast for introverts. I'm so glad you decided to join me today and hope you will stick around for more episodes on this new and crazy adventure. Thank you.